Hello and welcome to Sparkles and Rhinestones pageant podcast. I'm your host Hannah Golding and today we are going to talk about the pageant script. So how to not sound scripted in your pageant interviews and when I say interviews it's not just the actual portion of the judging, so the interview judging at pageants, but this is online, even written, um, <laughs> is basically just because sometimes we feel like we have to stick to a script, um, whenever times you should go off-road. Now, I will say, before this episode starts, I am currently battling a head cold, um, someone gave this to me that weekend, I'll curse you. <laughs> I do have a low, a low immune system though, so I get I pick up colds very easily. Um, he had a cold. Um, no, I have a cold. It's you know, it's it's how it is. Um, it's ruined his ugly head, so it's gonna affect more. So I'm glad that I have the day off Saturday just to recover and do nothing. I'm gonna be really sad and have massive FOMO about the prom show but I, I can't go like this um I've got four day Sunday of coaching so here we are so if I sound nasally or if I take deep breaths like I just did your girl's good she just she's just going through it um but this idea has been going through my head like every night this week <laughs> so I'm like okay cool let's get into it so I one of my first like massive not rules but like the best piece of advice when it comes to pageant prepping an interview is to not write your answers in full answers because we sometimes we give like the best answer to a question you're like write that down like I need that I need to practice it it needs to come and do you know why sometimes the best answer because it was totally off script like you didn't have to form it or anything um now of course there may have been some preparation into that with uh your bullet points which we will talk about in a second but if you start writing in four senses and this is even with speeches as well speeches because you know there is an on-stage question element or um spokesmodel for some optionals i know miss gb they have the speech element for that interview um with that if you write it out fully you take out the enjoyment of it um sometimes it's best to have those points um so then there's more personality in your answers if you read from a script you're not gonna have the same thing now of course you're like oh actors do all the time um (laughs) yes they do and that's because they have to learn the words um (laughs) but if you're learning the words for a script yes a speech but yeah if you can practice the different um depths of your personality of your voice projection of when you're going to be more animated in one section than the next and more dramatic because when you're speaking to an audience or speaking in front of the judges in a speech format there's going to be some dramatic of it so that's definitely the wrong word but there we go um <clears throat> but when it comes to the interview you don't know what questions you're going to have um and sometimes if you have a script especially if you've written the answer down word for word and you've already talked about this in another question it, like you can't it, it doesn't sound so 
question. I'm going to say the one question that everyone sounds really like scripted or over rehearsed. When I say scripted, like it's sometimes you can't script the answers, but it does sound very over rehearsed if you're practicing the same thing over and over again. And that is in the lead up to the finals, because it seems like you're reading off a list. Um, but rather than a list of exciting things, to me it sounds like you're reading off your shopping list and you're saying, I need to get a pasta because I'm going to make a spag bog. Um, <laughs> I need to go down this aisle for that. The reason why I need this item on my list is because of this, you know, and I've also got to pack the cheese because what is a spag bog without cheese and a garlic bread? Um, you're just reading it off. You're reading off a list and, you know, sometimes you girls have done amazing, incredible things that are really exciting. Like, some of you have jumped out of planes, which I would never, <laughs> but you have and you make it sound as boring as something else you don't want that you don't want to be boring in your interview i'm not saying you do jazz hands i'm like i jumped out of a plane uh with jazz hands and like jumping out of your seat but rather than saying so i did this appearance and i also did this appearance and i also did this appearance and i also did this appearance it's more of you know i've done this amount of appearances, you know, but one thing I was really excited about was I jumped out of a plane. Explanation of the charity, explanation about a feeling, as well as one or two other examples. You don't have to list every single thing you've done. A hundred percent, you don't have to list everything. And it might be where you have so many things that you have done and you want to talk about. And this is why we have the bullet points where we want to trim it down and get to the point. Because that's what an interview is when it comes to a pageant interview uh, where you're being judged. You need to get straight to the point. Not too much explanation about how the world became. It's more of, right, this is why. This is what I want to do. This is me. This is my personality. Um, so when I say the three points, so... I'm going to obviously reference my own journey. When I competed last year, because I can say that now, in my interview, I wanted to talk about... um, Pageant Con was one of the things I would like to have touched on if I needed to. um, And my my fundraising for Switchboard. Uh, My pageant platform and the P in pageantry. P in pageantry is really important because I wanted to talk about plus-size representation. Um, You know, but... I also knew that those were like the three main points, but I knew that I wanted to bring in Penelope into my interview. I wanted to bring in about being a mum. I wanted to bring in, you know, that was my second time coming back. There were all these little subdiversions um, that I wanted to create and bring in. And sometimes it was like, I need to pick the right one. So I knew that I mentioned, I think I mentioned pageant con in passing, as in like a a very short, like I didn't explain much about it. Um, The same with my platform. It was very much um, when talking about what I had done, you know, I wanted to talk about my platform, which led to the PM pageantry. There was also a section I talked about Penelope and being a mum and my advice to that. So my points were covered. But, you know, there are some things that I didn't answer. Like, I didn't get across my answers, you know, because I did 105 appearances. So I didn't speak about all of them. Um, 
But <laughs> when it comes to an interview that's not being judged, I have more time. Um, and I, re- I will reference the pageant land interview I did recently, um, where... <laughs> So I said, just talking now, I forgot that I did a big collection for the Home Salon, which I do every year. I want to talk about that, but that was like, I don't think that got mentioned. Um, but that interview Dion, I think, was like 40-odd minutes. And in there, we had some really good conversations, as well as the fact that I got in about uh, natural beauty, which is still up to be, you can still vote, um, <laughs> about my collection of Operation Love, uh, about my platform about um like so many things I had going and things I had done um and that was a great interview I felt I felt it was a very good interview regardless if anyone really watched it or not because there was great topics of conversation there was no quiet parts um you know some topics naturally like the conversation naturally ends and that is where a good interviewer will then bring up a different subject or if it hasn't quite ended they will bring a bit more questions to that Uh, in an interview you might not get that option you know the question of like what three words best describe you if you just say three words and you stop they could move on to another question they might say it will tell us why um which is why you don't allow them to say that you tell them the explanation why straight away um but yeah like um you want to avoid getting a a stalemate you want to make sure that your interview is full of conversation so when we say practice three bullet points um i do this with the flashcards um and as I said, we don't gatekeep. You can buy the flashcards because they are laminated and ready. But if you wanted to make your own questions, use your own index cards, have the question, write your three points, and then practice different ways. Don't always try and say the same thing over and over again. When I had my intro, I made sure that I had a couple of points I wanted to put in there. But every time I would change something. So uh, I was going to say, for example... When I say about being a mum to Penelope, uh, I could say, I would say about her being a mini-me, like with attitude as well as looks, or the fact that we're both Tauruses, so our household is a very stubborn, um, which it is. Uh, <laughs> other things that I have said as well in in different content when I'm being like when I'm doing practice um and that's the right way to go don't practice the same thing over and over again to get the same answer because that's when it loses its spark that's where you lose the interest of the interviewer if it sounds very monotone um now a lot of us have different accents different tones and dialects to our voice um so sometimes of this it's more about if you speak too fast slow it down but not lose the emphasis of your personality if you have a very monotone voice to kind of see where you're going to inject this personality into your interview so rather than practicing the same words over and over again 
you're going to practice, you know, maybe your voice, how you're approaching it. Now, you're not going to put on a fake voice. <laughs> um, you're not, but it's kind of like how you have like a turbine voice and your normal voice, isn't it? Um, I kind of think about that in these situations. But the biggest pageant tip I could give you right now, love lying here full of cold, <laughs> is something I call the word association game. Uh, it's not groundbreaking. <laughs> it's nothing exciting like that. It's basically how to get yourself out of thinking about the questions and answers. Because when we talked about the pageant personality, we said about not repeating the questions. So this really helps. And basically the word association game, you can kind of make it like with little cards as well, is to have a singular word and that's how you form your answer. So I could say crown and I can form an answer about why I want to win the crown, why the crown needs me, um, what does the crown mean to you, um, you know, what have you done in the lead up? Like, there's loads of things that you can do. So if there are some questions which you are think you're really unsure of or that are sounding really scripted, this is the best way to kind of add that personality and break it down. Uh, so when we say about the script, we also say it's basically about not over-rehearsing to make your interview sound like a script. Um Building a speech itself, you should always break the speech down into three sections. Um, you know, you know, you got your intro and your conclusion and the main body, uh, <laughs> like right now, say. Um, but you know that intro part is setting you up, and then like the big delivery at the end for the effect. Um, but <laughs> even with speeches, you need to have um, different. Uh, like tones and and I'm trying to think of the right word because my mind has gone blank with it um but when you're practicing your speeches you you would practice in different ways of where you're going to emphasize on some points um which is really important if it then translates to a pageant interview um I've never had to have a pageant interview where it's a speech I have had to say a speech before um many times actually face the globe was a speech (laughs) which was fun um very fun and I can't remember what I said um with those I don't know if they were live streamed at all it'd be really interesting although I think you'll see they deleted their pages didn't they so those videos are no longer there to see but they were interesting they were interesting speeches but so to conclude like the interview like judging portion is to avoid over practicing and writing the letters out in full what the words out for um stick to those three points but remember that you might not get everything in that you wanted but as long as you reference them and when you're referencing you always back it up with a point uh if you those who know with the pageant card it's the sandwich and you'll see that on the uh <laughs> you'll see that on the the pageant interview master class which is in march um the sandwich reference and you're like what is she talking about i think i've explained it somewhere in a podcast before anyway um but i was like the the best answer is is a sandwich it's the point the filling is the example and then the reference to past or future um but now i'm going to talk about online interviews because we go from getting straight to the point to 
being able to talk for a long time you know sometimes it might be like quick 10 15 minute other times you might have unlimited time now I don't like interviews where I'm timed <laughs> I know it sounds weird because with platform talks I used to have a 15 minute limit because I wanted to get straight to the point but that was also not because of the timing it's because Instagram only allowed 15 minutes to upload now I do it live there's a bit more scope but there's only so much you can do um a good interview is someone who is you know contributing you know the same level as the interviewer i have had interviews before where the person interviewing me it just sounded like they're reading off a script and this is why this was inspired today because if you are going to have an interview series you need to have more than just the questions we get asked all the time at sparkles um if they could have a list of questions we're going to ask and i say to them i say well these are general questions that could be asked but i don't like to be set to a script i don't want to read like with platform talks and even with um queen chats i did there were like four core questions like especially the last one like has, has pageants helped or hindered your mental health because it's a mental health podcast um but if i have to rely on asking questions from a script it's the same with a, an interviewer in a pageant it's going to sound very boring it's going to sound like i've not really listened to you at all um and it's just, I don't want to be restricted to those questions because you might have said something really good, um, but not fully explained. And I want to know more. I want to know more. <laughs> Literally. Um, so if you're, and you have to have some conversion in between the questions, you know, um, we don't want too much. It's not like oh, this is my interview and I'm going to talk about myself for 10 minutes and then ask you a question. Um, but you know, it could be where there is a, an answer you gave that I quite relate to, or maybe we're then leading in something else, which will have, you know, the setup for that. Please, 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 if you are doing an interview series, don't read off a script. You know, I want the person interviewing me, because I don't get to be interviewed that often, uh, <laughs> which, you know, that I jump at the chance to be interviewed, because I love it, I love that I don't have to think about questions, um, and sometimes when you are, like, new to interviewing, you could be like, oh, I, I don't know what to ask, um, and this is why you have a list in front of you, but, or maybe points, and this is why, if you're having an interview series, to do a little bit of research beforehand, like on the person whose message. When I use a calendar app, I do have a like a thing to say, like you know, what is your platform, or um, you know, to anything you want to add or want to talk about, because you should not be booking in these interviews as a pageant guest if you don't have anything to talk about. Because uh, the flip coin, the interviewer could be reading from a script and it's boring AF, um, but the interviewee could be given one or two answer sentences, and it turns into the driest interview you've ever watched in your life, um, and that's just not cool, it's not cool for anyone watching it back, or, or you know, wanting to gain anything from it, I wouldn't want to book 
in with an interview series if I know that I'm not going to be able to bounce off the person speaking. I'm not going to be able, you know, to make a joke and then just be... <laughs> and you just move on to the next question about acknowledging it. That's hurtful. <laughs> I don't think that's ever happened. But, like, there's me like, yeah, just making everyone laugh all the time. Uh, I don't. <laughs> but, like, you know, like, if you said something and it's just, you know, it's really funny. You want to have a laugh with the person there. Like, they've said something because something... Like, it's just, it's just nice. And you'll have that. You'll have the interviews that you do. You just, I know not everyone has the same personality. So sometimes it's a bit like, a bit overwhelming sometimes. Um, But yeah, I hate having to read from a script if I have to. um, Because then you don't get any enjoyment because you're thinking, oh, okay, they want to stick to these questions. What if I want to ask them something else? Um... And then that puts your person in a comfortable spot because they've not prepared for that. But you should be prepared for anything when you're a pageant queen. Now, I do ask if there's anything you don't want to talk about. Like, for the mental health podcast, I always say that because there are subjects that people don't want to cover, which is fine. And this is what happens, like, with most media. There's always, like, a topic of conversation and there's things to avoid. Um, I mean, sometimes they obviously still ask because they want drama, don't they? Oh, we're not like that in patterns. We don't need it. So yeah, don't book on an interview series if you don't have anything to offer them. So when I say that, you know, what have you done in the lead up? Nothing. Oh, okay. Uh, what do you plan to do if you were to win? I don't know. I've not thought that far ahead. What? Why did you want to be interviewed then? Interviewing is like for media is your promotion that's why that's why these celebrities do it when they go on these talk shows they are promoting something it's not because they want to have a good old chin wag no they are promoting a product that they are selling whether it's obviously their movies their books i don't know concerts (laughs) whatever when you're a pageant girl you know it could be an event you're doing a campaign like the pageant itself um if you've got something there, that's why we always say, like, I always say to space out the interviewers anyway. So I said, so in October, I had shower Sunday, January, and I picked it at the perfect time to obviously that last minute promotion for pageant con. Um, I don't booked into anything else at all. Um, I had crown sashes at the start of my reign. Um... And, you know, I've still got six months left, so I still have time. I don't have... I have a campaign ongoing at the moment. Um, but, you know, I don't have, like, any times in the next, I guess, maybe... I don't know. I've got, <laughs> I can't think. I can't think of when I would have. So this is where I will go on to other pageant queens, like specific topics so i was interviewed by ariana on her um pageant diversity like community radio show um and then i will be interviewed by maya about uh racial voice and there are other um podcasts i'd like to be interviewed on because there are different subjects about my platform so i can offer something to it i can offer my personal experiences and i can offer that um so always make sure you have conversation otherwise you are just reading from a script yeah this is what you know 
I'm here to promote this. This is what I want to do. That like if there's nothing in between, <laughs> it's boring. So if you want to start an interview series, and there's a definitely an episode somewhere on this in the podcast because we have talked about it. Because I talked about like the time dedicating is it a limited series? Is there something you want to continue past your um crown? Because um for me. I will put a halt on the platform talks um when I give my crown up. Only because, and it may restart, only because I can then bring that element to Sparkles and Rhinestones interviews anyway. Um, so I won't feel like I'm repeating some stuff, which is appearance down for some people. Um, but it just means that I have more time to dedicate to Sparkles. Um, not saying that I wouldn't start it again, um, but, like, it'll be me, like, taking, like, you know, a couple months break, uh, before then getting into it. Because I don't need a session title to, <laughs> to do the platform talks, because as, as Sparkles, I don't wear crowns and sashes when I do interviews. Um, but yeah, I'll bring that, like, seriousness to that side. Uh, so if you are starting one, you need to make sure that you are comfortable enough to be able to hold a conversation with someone. So you'll be able to not look at your script and go, okay, these are like 15 to 20 questions I've asked you. Um, now we're going to start asking you and there's no scope. Especially as sometimes you ask a question and it's exactly the same as the answer someone just gave you. Um, so yeah, don't do that. But I will say I'm really happy that there are so many more series now happening because it gives everyone an opportunity to be on the other side. Um, it, these are great for practice for interviews yourself. You can see like what areas you need to work on. Um, but you need to make sure it's a conversational piece um, that is not just really rigid. Because once you put that rigidness on yourself, you don't have anywhere else to go. And you take this in your interview. And I'm going to talk about are written interviews now because even though you're not speaking it written interviews are the easiest interviews to do honestly they really are um sometimes you have to be less clinical with them so we used to write a pageant blog um many moons ago it was actually one of the first things we did as sparkles in 2017 six years ago um it's crazy <laughs> it's crazy isn't it Six years ago, um, we had a pageant blog, we had an advice blog, and we also had the Queen's blog. Because um, in the end, I made them separate. Um, because we had advice on one, which was turned into the original handbook. Uh, before the handbook we have today, which has none of the information. Well, it has information, but like none of the actual writing um, from there. Uh, the manual does, though. <laughs> you have the manual or the Bible. Um, the pageant Bible, that is. The original name before we changed to the manual. Um, but with that, we used to write Queen interviews, and uh, it's something I love doing. I was actually, I actually finished writing a blog. I can't remember what pageant it was for. Um, but while I was in the hospital with Penelope, <laughs> I think I asked someone to bring my laptop, and I finished it when I was, yeah, just giving birth, because I just wanted it done. <laughs> I think, actually, I think it was Diamond. I think it was Diamond, like a Diamond interviews with Queens, because their final was the first appearance I went to 10 days after giving birth. Um, so I think it was that. But sometimes I get, like, one or two sentences, 
I'm like, what can I do with this? This is nothing. <laughs> Give me more. You know, it's the whole like, make this ain't enough. Make it enough. It's not. Now, I could be creative and I can write more in between. There's one queen, which I won't say. I had to rewrite her whole interview because she didn't give me anything to work with. So I just had to look at what she was doing and some of the stuff she had. Like, there was still obviously personal thoughts I kept in. Um, I said this was, what, 2018? 2019. I think it was 2019 had to be like the start i was trying to think of when we stopped doing blogs we stopped doing blogs in 2019 um because we started the online pre-recorded interviews um in the september i think september 2019 is when we started um oh memory lane memory lane of all um but yeah so these written ones is where you can include your personality, include the stuff you have, explain it a bit more. But also remember, there is a word limit. Don't write loads. I don't want to read a magazine where, like, one answer is taken up, like, two pages. Um, edit yourself. <laughs> edit yourself. Get to the point, but not to the point where you've given, like, two, one sentence about something that deserves a paragraph. Um a good editor, because this goes to the pageant magazines as well, because I feel like I want to read something that, you know, works well if you just have questions. That's that's one thing that we were different on, um, was we'd create it like you were reading a conversation, kind of like how you have a magazine, you know, and you read the person, and like, oh, and this person was sitting here. Like, even if that, I literally sent them over messenger like there still has to be some conversion in it um but will we will we do blogs again i don't know we shall see we shall see i don't even know they have the blog site we were on i remember they had notes at one point on facebook but facebook changes all the time facebook is not the um the in thing anymore when it comes to advertising and whatnot um advertising as in like pageant engagement i guess um but let's move on to something else so with written and with online things if you are writing the magazine if you are writing uh you are interviewing someone make sure that you have a personality um when it comes to like com- make sure I have a personality you do have personality I'm not saying that no one doesn't but like you know think of different questions I know that some people send out the same questions um think of some different ones think of some random ones the random questions are always the most fun and this is what I like I'd like to know your thoughts of when you go on an interview um like on a pageant online interview not in your actual judge interview and like what questions do you really want to hear that's the best thing I want to know. Um, but let's round this off. Could this be like the shortest podcast episode of this year so far? <laughs> of 2022 as well. Um, but in order to avoid sounding scripted, don't write full sentences. Keywords are key here. That's literally it. Whether you practice the word association game we talked about, whether um you write your own flashcards or have the flashcards and have post-it notes everywhere, um, 
whether you are practicing with a coach or with your friend. Now, the only thing is uh, the feedback option is there. Like when a coach, you're going to have the appropriate feedback with a friend, not so much. So it's great to train with your friend. Um, and it's good as a pageant girl, but also there's a bias there. There's a bias there and it's friends. Um, unless they're your coach. <laughs> you always get friends you coach, like, but, um, you kind of have to separate, like, the, the friendship from the coaching when it comes to that time, like, for the answers. Then afterwards you can go back to Kiki and whatnot, but, um, yes, so, avoid the script, have your bullet points, try and put some emphasis in some of the answers and try not to reel off as a list. If you are starting an online Instagram series, interviews, make sure that you deviate from the script, that you're not just reading every single question, listen to the person's answers and gauge what you're going to ask from there because they could be talking about, you know, something they really love doing and then you just ask, you know, okay, what would be the one thing you'd like to do? And they've just told you something that they really love doing. So it's kind of like, oh, okay. Or you have it with the advice question. And then it's like, yeah, what piece of advice could you give? And then you're like, oh, have you had heard any good advice recently? You're like, I just asked you. I just answered my piece of advice. Now, if you are good at interview, uh, the interviewer, e even, the interviewee, you can kind of change that. And this is why... We don't want to have the same answer for everything because it could be on different levels in the interview. So, you you know, if you've talked really strong game about your platform in question two, then when question four asks kind of the same things, you're not going to say all the stuff you said in, the same, in two because that's how you've practiced it. That's why when we practice random questions, we say you've always practiced it like you've not answered another question. So it's always fresh and you're always changing and it's always different. But avoid the script life. Inject that personality if you are the interviewee. It really does help. It really does help when you're the interviewee to have someone who's going to give that back. But we all know that sometimes that doesn't happen. Um, don't give your questions out. If someone asks, give them a general idea. Um, if you have specific questions that need to be answered. Um, but don't take the fun out of your interview before it's even begun. Um, now, when <laughs> interviews, you will have to write down interviews, uh, questions. But make sure you're not just giving one or two sentences. Make sure you think about that question and add a little bit more to it. If you are booking in an interview, make sure you have material to come with. Make sure that you're not just going off the cuff or you're going to say the stereotypical pageant things and then there's nothing to your interview, make sure you have something that you're promoting, whether it's competing in a final, your platform, an awareness, an event that you have. Um, make sure that there is a purpose to it. But I hope that has helped and made some sort of sense. There's so many things we can talk about of interview. And if there's any like areas in particular that you really want to discuss, drop us a message on Instagram and, you know, such sparkles and rhinestones UK. Uh, which is the same for Facebook as well. But um, yeah, like if you have any questions or if you have anything you want us to cover, we will do that. Um, what we have coming up, as I said, it's the end of January next week on Tuesday. And that's the last day that Natural Beauty International Awards 
are open. Sparkles is up for pageant business of the year and I am up for pageant coach as Hannah Golding. Um, I'm also up for lifetime and Penelope, um, my daughter is up for free awards as well. So if you see the golden name, oh, I'm pageant mum. How can I forget that? <laughs> if you see the pageant name, get us in. Um, but of course you're more than welcome to vote for whoever, but you know, be nice. Be nice on there this time. Don't don't let me go there and not win anything. <laughs> I I can I am very privileged to say that to be nominated by the way as well. I joke about it a lot, and when I say stuff like that, I really joke about it. Um, but I am very privileged that I've been announced. It's taken me like ten years before I got my first like pageant nomination. I've been in the in the pageant industry for thirteen years. Um, so it's really nice to have awards and to be nominated and in the chance. But I do know there are some people who haven't um, been nominated. And, you know, it is a popularity vote, which is something that I am <laughs> not used to. Um, not at all. But, yes, you can also nominate the peers. These are written emails. And you can, once again, go into a lot of detail with these. Practice those interview skills of that. Hype up the person who you're nominating. I did my nominations at Christmas time. Um, I'm really happy with some of them, especially pageant mum. And I didn't nominate myself. I nominated a special pageant mum, who I think deserves it and the world. She is amazing. Um, But saying all that, if you have any podcast questions, like any topics you want covered, drop us a message. If you want to message about the handbook or the flashcards, drop us a message. We do have our events in March for our sixth birthday. We have the... um, face-to-face training session in Swindon which is half 12 till four o'clock and this is 10 pound in aid of switchboard and then we have our interview masterclass class on the Friday the 10th um and that is fun and it's only six pound it's an hour six pound for six years um it's it's fun it's exciting um we're on 640 pound now so I want to get to a thousand and hopefully we'll have a couple more, um, like, online stuff. Because I don't know if I can hold another... <laughs> hold another... Might do a raffle for the, the on-stage thing, though. Like, the in-person. Who knows? These are all random thoughts. Um, but thank you so much for listening. And I hope you all have an amazing week for those who are going to the prom show. Have a great time. Take lots of pictures. <laughs> I'll be sad. I'm missing it out. Um, but... I will see most of you at Yummy next weekend and it's a bittersweet moment for me going to Yummy because I'll see all my queens hand over um, who have had, you know, I've been with their journey for some of them since 2019. Um, so it's, it's a lovely thing and obviously it's going to be so strange for me to sit in the audience and not be on the stage, not doing the opening dance, not be on the PJ party. Um, but, you know, life changes and I get to celebrate seeing it. So I'm so excited. Um, and I hope that I get to see so many of you. Um, I do have my collection running, so you can donate stuff to me there of books and kids books and pamper items. Um, <laughs> it's it's going to be on my Instagram soon. Um, there is one thing I actually am doing. I'm going to talk about that quickly. Um, I think the first one I'm posting is tonight. Um, which we after this episode is uploaded, um, but we are going to start doing um campaign highlights like uh campaign shout outs I guess. So if you started a campaign, 
um, whether it's an ongoing, whether it's an interview series, whether it's anything like that, a donation collection, um, send us them through on Instagram. So, because I, I did a story and I got a few messages, but like, a story goes after 24 hours, so we're not on the main feed, <laughs> so people can then go, okay, cool, I'll join in that, um, because, you know, it's something that we should share, and, um, you know, it's, it's good, it's, it's just using sparkles to share the positivity and pageants, that's what sparkles was created for, um, but yes, thank you so much for all the love and support, um, and for your votes, <laughs> and for your charity money, for my charity, um, but yes, thank you so much. I hope you have an amazing week.